Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Silicon Valley Bank. Hello, everybody. It's Frank Gruber. We're back again with the Startup of the Year podcast. It's episode 12. That's right. We've done a dozen of these puppies. And today's going to be a little special. It's it's different. It's a special episode. Um, I don't have my normal um, cast of hosts today. I've got just one of them. Everyone's been working very hard as we get ready for our big annual summit, uh, Startup of the Year summit in a couple weeks. And so no one's been working harder though than Lori Teal. And she somehow found time today to work with me on this. So welcome, Lori. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm definitely summit fever, getting ready to descend upon Memphis. Awesome. And we're really focusing today's episode on Memphis and everything that's happening with our Startup of the Year Summit down there. So it's only a few weeks out. Um, we've got what do we've got going on? We've got a hundred companies that we've vetted down from thousands. You've met and talked to all of them, <laughs> and um, they're all excited, right? Yes. Um, actually, over the last couple of weeks, we've had lots of big conference calls and um, getting everybody ready and prepped for the event, and making sure that they feel prepared um, for pitching and competing and matchmaking and all that good stuff. So everyone's excited and um, ready to rock and roll to Memphis. And this this event is happening October 14th through 16th. It's in downtown Memphis. Um, it's going to be a lot. Of, some of it's going to be at AutoZone Park, which is which is the uh, St. Louis Cardinals um, AAA ball club. And so we're going to use their park and transform it into our our canvas for this entire. Uh, kind of pitch competition and and a lot of other things. What what else is going on besides the the hundred companies pitching to like seventy judges down there? Uh, well, it kicks off Monday evening with the beautiful reception looking over the Mississippi River at the Hugh Hotel, who's hosting us. So there'll be some nice fun music and drinks and food to be had and get to know each other's get to know each other, start to know each other. Um, and then yeah, then Tuesday and Wednesday we're pretty much taking over AutoZone Park um, for the programming, the competition, and and um, and a lot of really connecting and creating new opportunities between the startups and our list of investors and deal makers to see if they can help the startup along their path to success. Um, awesome. And, and what, you know, a lot of people have been reaching out to me asking me why Memphis this year, we had, we had this in Boston last year and we had it in, um, we had, had it in Vegas, uh, and Vegas. San we've had it in San, San Francisco, San Jose. Um, why Memphis this year? What's the, uh, What's the calling for there? And, you know, it's their 200-year 200, 200 birthday, right? So yes. maybe that is, is – and we, we basically – we brought it down there because of, of that. And it's just an interesting backdrop. You've been down there. What, what stood out to you the most? Um, there's a lot of energy and excitement. I mean, there's the great just as being the heartbeat of, of music there in Memphis. So much history just uh, with the with the music there um, alone. But being the 200th anniversary this year does make it extra special. Um, also, I think you know with the rising city of Memphis, um, getting a lot of attention with what the innovation is going on there is another um, important reason why we um, are coming to Memphis and why Start Co. Um, our partner on this event would, uh, was was welcoming the um, the opportunity to have Startup of the Year um, highlight even more innovation in the Memphis area on top of all that's been happening over the last year and a half, I think. 
So right, yep. That's the, and it so it makes sense. It's a great canvas and and backdrop for um, what we're doing down there, and really trying to build and foster meaningful relationships for these startups, these corporate innovators, um, these founders, these investors, all converging down there. So let's let's talk about some of the other folks that'll be there. We've got. A number of of global innovators coming down. We've got uh, folks from the NASA iTech program, Intuit, um, Keurig, which is uh, actually Dr. Pepper, Keurig, Dr. Pepper, um, TechStars, Everfi. What what are some of the uh, you got? You're talking to all the companies or all the startups down there. What are they excited about with, as far as um, meeting with corporates? What, what are they hearing? What are you hearing from them? Well, I want to add a little bit of breaking news if I can. Okay. <laughs> We're here to break news. That's break, my old gig. I used to break, break news. <laughs> break some news. Is, um, we, yep. we were lucky enough yesterday to um, receive some information from hmm. um, HP, who's actually uh, oh. going to be still looking to um, come to the summit. But in addition, they are providing prizes to our top five and something, oh, awesome. and something special for the winner. So HP is coming out in a big way to support the startups and super excited to just share the news Um that we just got yesterday. And that's in addition, amazing. Yeah. In addition to our amazing partner, American airlines, who's awarding business extra points. And of course the grand prize of the hundred K investment, but one hundred thousand dollars. Yep. hundred thousand dollar investment HP, which Hewlett Packard has been in that game for quite some time. They now go by HP. Um, just to kind of keep it shorter for everyone, but yeah, that's sure. super exciting. That's yeah. news news to me. Even uh, <laughs> as we as we bring this all together, and we've got you know one of our other partners, American Airlines, um, they're going to be giving business extra points to some of the winners, uh, the top companies, uh, as well as being on 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 points as well to connect with a lot of the companies and and look for interesting innovators that they may be able to um, work with in some way. You know, they have a lot of promotional opportunities throughout as they. They have a lot of flyers in the air, and they've got a lot of different ways to to communicate um, some of the things that are, some of these folks are doing. So um, there'll be a lot of great people down there. Um, we in the past we had lots of 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 speakers, right? So this is a, mm-hmm. a slight difference and change of direction for us. We're not focused as much on speakers and sitting in a room and listening um, to speakers. We're more focused on on getting people in the hallways and, and not just the hallways, but different areas and lounges and things like that to connect people one-on-one. Um, can you talk about some of the things that we're doing this year to make that happen? Yeah, I, I think the way we evolved into it this year is so some of the folks that we would normally have as speakers that you might listen to is going to be the great thing is we're actually going to be able to create connections and have time to do um, meetings, what we call these matchmaking meetings. And so um, all of our folks, um, including the, the, the judges that are going to be on the top five stage, which normally don't get as much of, of time because um, they are very busy folks, but they have committed to the entire summit. So we've got, you know, Worley and um, Phil Nadell and some of these, uh, you know, just all, everybody involved in the matchmaking process and so excited to meet everybody. So there's going to just be Lots of intros, see if there's a, a reason to, you know, further the conversation with investment or, or partnerships, advisement, et cetera, maybe other people that, you know, they want to introduce them to. And so it's just continuing to build, to forge ahead and, and, and build those connections. The startups are so excited about the list of folks they see um, that we keep, uh, the, it's growing every day. I'm adding more and more people, which is exciting. We just added CNN. That's pretty Oh, yeah, they're that's, there. I'm, I, just, I just went on the website. So if you go yeah. to summit.com startupofyear.com and then you go up to the meet the judges slash matchmakers you can see the judges this all-star cast so you just mentioned william hurley or whirly is his nickname um erica um dunning minahan and uh fred mosler who was 
uh, the right hand to Tony Shea on, on Zappos.com. And now he's got his own uh, firm that invests in companies as well as um, he has his own company called Ross and Snow, which is an amazing shoe company based out of Las Vegas. Um, you've got, we just can see all the smiling faces. It's yeah. really fun. It brings it to life, right? When you go yeah. check out who's going to be there. It goes on and on. We have Bunker Labs that focuses on veterans. We have the innovation um, leader from the uh, Department of the, uh, Veteran Affairs that's joining us. We just have so many great folks that are going to be. Lisa Mitchell is coming from Kansas City. Yep. Uh, she used to run a um, Kaufman Foundation. She was uh, doing a bunch there. And now she's at running a couple different in, uh, accelerator programs at Techstars, uh, one in Kansas City and one in, in, in Indianapolis. Um, we've got the head of product for CNN, Rohit Agarwal. He's, I used to work with him at AOL, actually. He's great. Um, and a number of others. Yeah. So um, Kira, Kira Blackwell from NASA iTech and Lakshmi Shinoy from, from Inbar Collective in Tampa. And our friends at AFWorks. goes on and on. Yes. And our, yeah, yeah, exactly. AFWorks. Yeah. AFWorks is going to be out. So uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with AFWorks, um, that's a division that has uh, come out of or spun out of the uh, United States Air Force to help innovate faster. Uh, and, you know, there's a number of different programs and opportunities for startups to work with uh, the United States Air Force. Um, and um, some may not realize that the Air Force is one of the largest funders through SBIR uh, open topic uh, contracts. And you could basically um, get your funding through that as, as well if it fits uh, some of the criteria that they're looking for. So it makes a lot of sense for them to be there. So we're looking out for all those different oppor- opportunities for startups, with, whether it be with an organization like AFWorks or, uh, you know, or, uh, a corporation like CNN or, um, you know, some of the others we've got into it. We've got others that are will be there looking for companies to um, connect with and potentially do business with. I also just wanted to say, you know, the South is always so hospitable and um, and welcoming. Um, just a, a note that um, everyone has just been so kind to see where they can support and help. The the local um, Launchpad folks have also been kind enough to host our oh, yeah. fiesta party and be a part of the program. And we just are surrounded by a, a melting pot of wonderful folks from um, around the region and, um, and and around the U.S. Because we have folks coming in from California, New York. Um, it's just it's a wonderful melting pot of, of people that we've got coming. So and all yeah, all uh, the startups as well are coming from over thirty states and three international and. All good stuff. Yeah, definitely. And uh, what are the what about the the investor side? We've got a ton of investors coming from all over. A ton. Um, I don't know <laughs> if you want me to mention certain ones. No, but, it's okay. Um, no, it's okay. No, just I guess people could just check it out on our site again, summit.startupofyear.com. You can check out who's going to beat there, meet the judges, and, and some of the uh, companies as well. So, do you want to talk ab- about the companies at all? I mean, we're we're kind of we got to wrap up here in a shortly, but we have and we have a special um, guest joining here in a second. We're going to listen in on, but okay. anything else you want to talk about with the startups or anything else happening at the summit? I think real quickly, you know, we're just always proud to remind folks that um, this is a we focus on diversity and inclusion. Um, we have over forty percent of our founder co-founders as uh, our females. Over 48% mm-hmm. this year minority, um, 11% awesome. veteran founder, co-founder, and 6% LBGT. Um, so in addition to just making sure we're doing, um, you know, working on that diversity number and trying to always one-up it each year, um, right. I just wanted to uh, mention that today we also, breaking news, <laughs> kicked off <laughs> We kicked off the um, online People's Choice Awards. So if you visit the summit site that, um, that you just mentioned, Frank, 
under startup of the year, um, the menu, you'll find the online yep. polls and anyone, anyone from around the world can go and see our startups and their different categories. And you can select, you can vote for per category and help these startups, um, win an award for the people's choice award. Wow. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Yep. So yeah. So basically, you can your voice can be hear, heard. Uh, I just like to, I like the applause too. So I'm just going to keep listening to that. Uh, but no, yeah, your voice can be heard if you if you like startups and want to check out the companies. You can go to um, summit.startupofyear.com/slash/forward/slash/online-polls, and uh, you can go in and, and vote for all the different categories. They're all listed here. Um, that will be an indicator of uh, the People's Choice Award, and we'll award that you know, at our summit. So that's pretty exciting. Yes, it is. Awesome. That'll, so much going on, yeah. so much going on. Yes. <laughs> and so, all right. So that gives us a good kind of interlude to our next, uh, guest, I guess you could say. Um, so as we talked about, uh, our summit, it, it kind of changed this last year. Um, previously we had a lot of different speakers. Um, this year we're going to still have some speakers as we have our, our finals judges mm-hmm. on stage. We're going to be able to, to introduce them and then also do some, some Q and a with them. Um, this great cast of, of investors and, and thought leaders, um, from around the world. And last year we were, we welcomed Arlen Hamilton, um, to be a, a, a finals judge. And before we jumped on stage to, to do, to do the judging, we actually got a chance to sit down with her. Uh, I got a chance to interview her on stage and talk about, um, some of the things she's been doing at backstage capital. So she had, and timing wise, she had just been on the cover of, uh, pretty much every magazine out there as she's really for a force in trying to change the ratio as far as, uh, how much investment is going into, um, African-American, um, women and or African-Americans in general and African-American women as well. And so, um, let's listen in to that conversation I had with Arlen Hamilton. Love to. But first let's hear a word about our sponsor. Can you get, give it up for Mr. Uh, Rich Malloy, Rich. Absolutely. So today's episode of the startup of the year podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley bank. And you know the the team at established we've been building startup communities for 13 years and silicon valley bank consistently shows up adds value supports startups and supports their clients they're more than just bankers you know they're mentors they're advisors they're super connectors and we love having the svb team at our events because they bring a depth of knowledge about startup markets that just doesn't exist from most service providers and they always treat their founders with respect. And so if you're not banking with Silicon Valley, if you're using, say, a, a traditional retail bank like the one on the corner, there's nothing wrong with those banks. But if you're using that, a traditional retail bank, and you plan to raise venture capital, you need to bank with SVB. Your retail banker might not even know what the heck venture capital is. But SVB team does this day in and day out. This is their specialty. They've worked, they've been through the fundraising process with thousands of startups, and they have additional resources to see you through the process and help you succeed. We love SVB and we're grateful that they're that they're supporting the uh, the startup of the year podcast. And so visit svb.com slash next to learn more. That's svb.com slash next. So Silicon Valley Bank, Ideas Bank here. Thank you so much, Rich. Thank you, SVB. We're super excited to have be working with you here on the podcast. Now let's listen in to my interview with VC Arlen Hamilton from Backstage Capital from last year's Startup of the Year Summit and Finals. Uh, I also noticed at the same time, though, very, very quickly after that, I noticed that, um, uh, and I saw it in writing and then I experienced it, that 90% of all venture funding was going to straight white men. 
And um, that, I don't know if you've been outside at all, but that's not what the world looks like and what the country looks like. Yeah. And so it didn't make much sense to me. Right. And it also presented a really, really interesting opportunity. And, um, you know, I, so, you know, I, I didn't go to college, I didn't, I didn't go on a financial route or anything. I've, I've been sort of a bad scientist my whole life, but that was really exciting to me. So I decided to first talk about it a lot. I wrote about it and I screamed about it and I tweeted a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but tweets don't, you know, pay the bills. So <laughs> I just thought, you know, if people are not gonna really take me seriously, if it's more of a pat on the head or right. you're doing such a, a cute thing and a good thing for humanity, if, if they weren't gonna take it seriously in a business way, then mm -hmm. the re really the only way I could be taken seriously is to is to be someone writing checks, whatever the size. Right. So I uh, didn't have any money. Mentioned before I was on food stamps, so I did, definitely didn't have any money. But I set out to raise money. And for three years, I pounded on doors and uh, let myself in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, things happened along yep. the way. And then uh, and, and since then, mm -hmm. finally, you know, finally someone said yes in 2015 and got wow. me started. And yep. that someone, Susan Kimberlin, I always say her name, wow. Susan Kimberlin. Wow. Um, but um, since then, the, uh, the Backstage has uh, grown to nearly 30 employees. Wow. Um, we have invested in a, uh, more than 100 companies now. That's amazing. And uh, all of them are, are, with the exception of one, is run by a woman, a person of color, or an LGBT founder. Wow. That's phenomenal. Um, so, along those same lines, like, those first investments are probably not the same as like the, the most recent ones. Can you share a little bit more about how you, like when you were first getting going, how did you make those investments and where did you find those companies? And yeah, I had been, you know, I wasn't fundraising for those full three years. I was, I would get, I would uh, meet a founder. Yeah. I was in, in Pearland, Texas, you know, so yeah. I, would, I would meet a founder or I would, and I was also in Portland for some of it. Mm -hmm. I would, I would read and I would uh, research and I did all kinds of like a home study. I mean, like to a degree, I don't know many people would do. Mm -hmm. um, and so that would get me kind of fired up and I would go out and try to raise. And then yep. I would meet a founder and I would go out and try to raise. So the whole so, time I was raising those first three years and then until, you know, up until this wow. morning, yeah. um, I am also doing outreach to mm -hmm. founders. And then, and now, you know, things have changed a bit. Now they, it's, it's more 90, 10%. So it's 90% yeah. inbound and 10% out. Right. But it was before, it was 90% me just um, being my own roadshow, basically, right. and, and looking for things. That's a great transition. So you, you refer to it as being on tour, right? Like uh, you're yeah, on yeah. tour right now. So yeah. talk a little bit more about how that's going and how you're seeing that, because yeah. that's a different approach than so, most well, so I used to be a, a production coordinator and a tour manager for musicians. Oh, okay. So I have that in my, it's kind of like, you know, since I was 21, mm -hmm. I, I, the first thing I ever did at 21 mm -hmm. in the music world was um, ask a Norwegian pop punk band mm -hmm. from in Norway if they would come to the U.S. and tour, if I could book wow. a tour for them. Had wow. no idea how to do it, had never met them, <laughs> but I liked their music and I wanted to see them play awesome. live. So I did that. I did that for two summers in a row, and wow. I built, uh, built complete tours around it. Mm -hmm. And then I took went from that to we you know it was a great time to um, the last thing I did was um, was uh, Wembley Stadium with Will I Am. So wow. um, D 
did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, so I had that kind of in, in my bones. Right. And at the same time, if you think about if my whole thesis is around, you know, companies being underestimated, right. under, overlooked. Right. Um, you can't you can't just be in one city. In my opinion, you can't Reading be in, in your city. office. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, no, like, I've, I've been in Silicon yeah. and I, I hate to pick on them, so yeah. I'll pick on Boston, too. Right. I'll pick on New York. I'll pick on, yeah. you know, I've been in these rooms. I mean, those are the three biggest markets. Yeah. And I've been in these rooms, and, the, and like, literally, some of the guys, and they're mostly guys, right. will just have their feet, up, you know, up on their desk. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how are you, yeah. how are you seeing everything? And, and even right. Now that I'm, um, I just wait. I, well, I've crossed over, <laughs> right? I've crossed over to the side where I can get yeah. inbound. I can right. make my bread and butter on inbound, yeah. but I choose not to because mm -hmm. that's when you lose your edge. You miss opinion. stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. So I really like the, yeah. I like the, the vibe of people like y'all who are, yeah, yeah, yeah. who Can are like it. moving around and. I love it. Where are some hidden places? Jen, what's your favorite? Let's start here. Yeah. Where's your favorite place so far outside of those markets that you like to go? I mean, you're from I don't Texas. Have a favorite. Right? Yeah, I don't have a favorite. You know, okay. we just launched an accelerator. Oh, we yeah. launched in four different cities because wow. we didn't have a favorite. It's hard. And we're just getting yeah. started. You know? okay. so we what are the cities you're in right now? Los Angeles is where I'm based. So right. we're starting in Los Angeles, Detroit. All the Detroit fans are right here, in case you didn't notice. Detroit. No, no, no. That's pretty fun. Philadelphia. Okay, we're Anybody? Okay. Um, Philly fans. And London is the fourth city. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Detroit was the just one, uh, the mm -hmm. fourth city, actually, uh, with a lot of support. That reaction is what we had online when we put yeah. out a vote for the fourth city. Yeah. And we plan on exp expanding that in, t in 2020 as well. It's really phenomenal to see what that Detroit in particular has been doing downtown and how it's re you just revitalized itself. And it's, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, it's doing a, it's, they're doing a great job. And yeah. um, we, we just want to be around to, to be part of it and to kind of make sure everybody's being treated fairly. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Awesome. There you go. That's cool. All right, so... What, so, do you want to talk with? Do you want to talk anything about, more about the tour and how you like what, where you're going with that, or do you want let's? I mean, I'm, I'm on the road. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'm on the road. Um, I'm, this year will be 300 days of the year, 300 out of 365. That's yeah. And quite a bit. It's a combination of um, of the timing and yeah. every. You know, I don't think I would be on the cover of Fast Company if I hadn't right. done that. Just the, kind of the momentum you build. Mm -hmm. It's also we are going to the corners of the country and, and, and beyond to right. find companies and not everybody can jump on a flight to these, right. to these coasts, so we want right. to go to them. And then also, I, I had just really debilitating stage fright uh, up until a year and a half ago. Right. I, I couldn't, I mean, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to be here. I've right. already been on the floor, you know, rolling around. I do want to do that, but I'm probably not going to. Yeah, that. it's yeah. a nice floor. It's yeah, fun. looks nice. Yeah. Uh, but but so, so once I... I don't ever want to say conquer because I don't know if I have, but I, once yeah. I get past that, right. um, I definitely don't want to take it for granted. And right. I know that people are listening, yeah. and I know that I have a responsibility. So right. I, um, as long as I can keep going, I have that privilege of right. of being able to speak and being able right. to, to, you know, being able-bodied. And I'm going to continue to to do it. to do that. Okay, let's switch gears and talk about the venture studio because that's different. Yeah. That's a little unique and brings another approach that, that's different. Yeah, so we, we launched Backstage Studio at the very end of last year. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, there's a whole story there, but uh, it, it was what uh, enabled us to, to grow the way we have. Like a year ago, mm -hmm. this month, yeah, a year ago, we would have been at seven people, and now, okay. we're, at, now we're at 22 core, and then wow. um, um, 
eight or so uh, uh, at the accelerator. Okay. So, so yeah, the studio is kind of the model if you're familiar, familiar with Betaworks on the East Coast or Science yep. in LA or Pioneer Square Labs in, in, uh, in Seattle. Um, it, it, we, the model basically is we, we're a little bit of an agency because we do to have take on clients right. and, and, and do things for them, but mostly we're building companies within, companies and initiatives within Backstage okay. that we, um, you know, taking the talent that we have internally mm-hmm. and, um, and then partnering with other bigger companies on, you know, people um, have come to us, they want something specific for their company, mm-hmm. we have really diverse talent right. and can we look at it from a different lens and so right. it's been uh, it's been pretty pretty fun and it's been enabled us to grow is, is that where the podcast stuff lives as well or where is that podcast kind of lives in the in the world the <laughs> yeah, because you know it started off as like just an idea that yeah. I had you yeah. know and then um, and then we launched it and I just think it's it's just backstage so that's why yeah. we kind of name everything backstage yeah. dot 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 because like it, yeah. it's just it just represents us everything we're doing yeah and so let's talk about podcasting too because you've been on um, Gimlet Media right you're yeah. a startup yes um, tell us a little bit of how that got started and how that's helped and or not helped or so Gimlet Media has a, a, a flagship podcast called Startup, yeah. and um, with it, a big UP, right? It's like yeah, spelled, spelled differently. I think so. Sure, yeah, capitalize it. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, I think so. And they changed, oh. they actually changed. I'm, I'm a big yeah. fan of purple, which is why I'm yeah. choosing yeah. purple. Um, mm-hmm. They actually changed the color of their design for the season while I was. Oh, on cool. It. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I, in, May, in April and May, I was the, the subject of yeah. seven episodes. Right. Quite a few of yeah. it, and it's really highly produced. It's you right. know it's, things have been turned into TV shows with Zach Braff and with. Uh, Juliet, uh, what's her name? Julia Roberts. Yeah, I've heard of her. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Julia. That sounds vaguely you know familiar. I don't know where I heard it. But they spun out things like that, and uh, I don't know where my show is. Coming, it's coming. But they they got in touch with me um, last October, I think. Okay. And they just, I honestly, because I just kind of. I saw it on my calendar and I was like, oh cool, they're going to do like an episode yeah, of right. a podcast. That's I'll join and talk about stuff. Yeah. Be great. yeah. And they, you know, no one had told me that they had come back to this this uh, model of having a full season of about one person. Oh. So I didn't... Surprise! I think, I think that was to <laughs> yeah. my uh, benefit because yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I was just talking and just, right. you know, having... And um, I, I, uh, they chose me and they followed me for about six or seven months wow. and it was pretty... Um, yeah. That's a yeah. lot for, I mean, that's a long time. So so on our own podcast, The Bootstrapped VC, which right. you can find anywhere, iTunes, etc., yep. and on our website, backstagecapital.com, yep. uh, you, we talk, we, we reply to every episode. So there's there's some, you know, the first couple of episodes, honestly, um, were, were so beautiful to me. They mm-hmm. were just really well done, and, like, yeah. everybody was firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. and uh, so I can never <clears throat> disparage mm-hmm. Those episodes and, and further, you know, parts of the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I just found some of it to be. Um, it was a little tough. Like yeah. imagine someone's following you for seven months. Yeah. They call like hundreds right. of people that you know, right. like hundreds. I mean, it'd be just even tough. I'm getting now an Uber or Lyft. Now I need a bigger one because there's all these people following me. Yeah. Like that'd be right. difficult. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can see how that'd be. Yeah, I'm, I'm catching your. <laughs> okay. Hang with me. Come on. Yeah. We got it. No, it, it was. Um, I mean, you know, they kind of just had. Access and, and uh, so I, I think the people that worked on it were really phenomenal, right. and I think some of the, the some of the decisions that were made uh, 
some of their editorial decisions were not on point, in okay. my opinion. So it's it's yeah, interesting so to listen to this. see what I'm talking about because if you listen yeah. to it mm -hmm. and then you listen to our replies to it, right. you really get. And, the and then story. actually, if you don't want to even do that, the, the very last episode is me talking on stage oh, okay. with uh, with the person who followed me and kind of oh, gave wow. my take on it. So you but finally, you I think it's him, yeah, I think up. it's been. I think it was. It's like any kind of reality show, mm -hmm. like. They kind of, they can do whatever they want. Right, they can pick an angle and go after it, whatever's yeah, going to be the yeah. most popular. I mean, that, you see that in the media, you see that everywhere. It's yeah, like, so it wasn't yeah. soups accurate. Right. But I mean, especially those first two episodes right. really captured this. I don't, like, I had people who have known me my whole life or people who have known me for like five years call me after the second episode yeah. and say, I had no idea it was that bad. I had oh, no wow. idea you went through that. Right. And so that for that kind of capsule yeah. of what happened, mm -hmm. I, I will always um, be grateful for. Right. Oh, great. That's really interesting. So if you haven't, check it out. You'll have phones, I assume. Yeah. Uh, you can download it. Uh, so let's move on to the, the raising a fund. I mean, you mentioned you, you didn't have a financial background to raise a fund, but you wanted to do it and you willed yourself into the industry, really. I mean, yeah. pretty, pretty According phenomenal. to Fast Company, I muscled my way into the boys' club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, um, and there's... <laughs> and so, um, uh, so basically, what was this, the, the most surprising thing about that? Because that's not... I'm sure you heard a thousand no's, right, to get to the oh, first... Yeah. Yeah. You know, supporter, and then obviously that was a really Most big, surprised. big swing. I don't know. I guess maybe just people, the, the kind of cluelessness that people yeah. had, and mm -hmm. and some still have, right. of how other people live. Mm. You know totally I mean? Like yeah. just so out of touch, and yeah. all it takes is honestly, like the same um, curiosity that they have when it comes to Bitcoin. Or the same right. curiosity it has when it comes to autonomous cars. Just, right. just do some reading and some research. Right. These really, really intelligent people, mm -hmm. um, just being completely having bl a blind spot Blind's and not caring to change that. That so was really. That's really interesting, and we do. You do see that, and it's question is like, how can they become? What should they be reading? What should they be seeing to be able to to be more real and understand the. Well, the I mean, whole I can, picture. I can, I certainly meet with people and. and yeah. um, they can pay me to tell them. Seriously, <laughs> what, what I would say in general, um, paid or not, mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who have that information. Right. Like, go out and hire. Go out and cons have consultants. Go right. out and have people have dinners. Invite right. someone to a free dinner. That's right. nice. The same way you would for an, any other kind of yeah. business arrangement, yeah. mm -hmm. and just have conversations. Yeah. Like. Um, I think there's a lot there's a lot of um, value in saying, look, I don't I, I know that I don't know everything here. Right. Can can the person that I know in my life who may have access to more women or more mm -hmm. you know in, in the, who are thought leaders mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. can, and people of color can can we put on a, a little bit of a, a, a intimate dinner mm -hmm. and have a conversation, have a salon about it? Yeah. There's yeah. great value in that, and right. it doesn't take much. And it you know you get to eat and you get right. to drink. Right. And you know just exchange ideas. Do more listening than you do yeah, yeah. talking, and yeah. you'll get a lot out of that. Okay, that's a great, great suggestion. Um, okay, and also, so let's go into like, so we raised that first. So you got thirty-six million dollar fund, is that right? We we launched the thirty-six. Like recently, congratulations! Thank you. And that one, that one is focused specifically on investing in a certain black type of company. Yeah, black. Great. 
But yes. the companies, are, are there any company like so agnostic? So we've invested in 100 companies, 25K to 100K All black each. women no, founders. No, 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 no. We've invested in 100 companies, 25K to 100K each that are led by women, people of color, right. and LGBT. And then now there's a... And so now there's a separate fund that right. we've launched. That's what I was trying to get to, yeah. Um, it will invest a million dollars at a time in b black women-led companies. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. There's, there's a little bit of um, ambiguity around the fund itself. Right. Uh, I'll just say that... I'll just say that, yeah, you'll, you'll hear some announcements by the end of the oh, year. We'll be listening. Perfect. All right, so as you as you were doing that, um, and as you've been a part of this now for a few years, three, four years now, right? Yeah, 2000, September 2015 is right. when I got the right. first, first LP. Okay, so what have you seen in that time, like that amount of time, as, as far as the investment uh, community out there? Is there positive change? Is there negative change as you're going out and continuing to, to gather support and, and raise funds? Yeah, it, it kind of... Uh, it got worse before it got better. Okay. And then last year, when um, a lot of things happened, it like shook things up in the entertainment world and in the yeah. BC world. And, and BC, yeah. 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 The world. <laughs> yeah, and those two. Yeah. And those two, I mean, um, then it got really bad, but then it started to heal a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, you still have, there's less money that went to women in 2017 mm -hmm. than went in 2016. Mm -hmm. So that's stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous, yeah. right? It's insulting. Yeah. But I do think we're, I, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could do what I'm doing if I weren't, weren't eternally optimistic. Right. Um, I mean, that sounds like more, that's something more opportunity for <laughs> yeah, you as you invest. Like, that, if they're not investing, well, shoot. That doesn't Say that mean, again? That gives you more opportunity to invest if they're not getting investment from other folks. It does, but it's not, it's not... It, it, would, it would be if yeah. we had, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars under management right. and we could yeah. capture everything. Right. It's still, it's we're a drop in the bucket. I don't even right. know if we could even count as a drop in the bucket mm -hmm. with, our, with our capital compared to how much there is. Right. And so it isn't like, oh, well, they're not doing it. We got this. We're right. good. It is, no, they need to figure it out. Right. Some people need to figure it out who have a more access to capital. Right. And then eventually... And as soon as possible, we will be in that position where we can take an entire round. Right, that makes sense. And so there's still a, an opportunity. There's still an opportunity to continue to like raise and continue to offer more opportunity for startup founders. It's not enough money, basically. Oh yeah, okay. a ton, ton of value. Yeah. I look at this as like the first just couple of good years yeah. of a decades, decades long right. uh, situation. Right. Um, and, you know, you were we were talking yeah. before about yeah. how you saw all of these companies super early. You saw Groupon, you saw all these Grubhub and Uber. Grub and yeah. Uber. You saw them so early, but think about yeah. think about a, a way to think about it is like just imagine that right now, yeah. those people, those companies are being built by people who are not straight, not straight white men. Some of them, right? Not all. Some right. of them, yeah. And if you can be part of like yeah. that story today, yeah. what happens in ten years? What right. stories do you get to tell in ten years? Yeah, no, it's exciting. And there's even some of the folks that are in this room that were here this week. There's some phenomenal people here in startups that they could be the next. You know, yeah. any one of those. You know, yeah. that's, that's exciting to me. Yeah. Um, okay, what excites you about um, the entrepreneurs you're seeing out there on tour? I mean, there, uh, I, I can't overstate how um, how 
much they can do with so little, the, yeah. you know, on all scales. And I'm not just talking about people who are, you know, who have a nice, cute, you know, junior high science fair thing going on. Yeah, oh, there actually was one of those outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm no shade mm-hmm. to junior high science mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. But I think when I say that, sometimes yeah. people just automatically, uh, when I say people, I mean white people, I think mm-hmm. they immediately think, oh, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a cute thing over here. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the potential for hundreds of billions of dollars, if not billion dollar um, companies, companies yeah. that are just being completely disregarded and right. not <clears throat> not being uh, taken seriously. Put some more. I will. Thank okay. you. Um, I can open it if you want. That's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> not being taken seriously right. and. Um, I mean, in, in that way, you know, when when I'm just thinking about this from a from a venture capitalist yeah. point of view, and it's just I, I forget the part where I'm black and gay and a woman. Right. The part where like they're doing so much with so little. Yeah. Is super exciting yeah. when it comes to the what the, those returns could possibly look like right. with the right amount. Now, see, the problem comes in though mm-hmm. is with that follow-on and with yeah. the with the. Um, where do they go? You From know, there. What, something that keeps me up at night sometimes is: Are we building a bridge to nowhere yeah. with these yep. investments? We talk because, about that sometimes yeah, too. Because, yeah, because because you know there needs to be more to it. But um, and you, you know, we'll see. Yeah, because you're seeing what you're bridge. seeing, and I think what you're talking about too is you're seeing some of the classic investors that would be investing at the earlier stages now moved up the chain because of the economics of it. They've now raising billion dollar yeah. funds and they have to make, write bigger checks and they're not going to write bigger checks the first money in. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're seeing a lot of different yeah. things. I mean, yeah. I think also part of it, because I studied VC so yeah. intense, intensely. What did you, stu- I'm curious before we go any further, what was the thing that made you learn so much about it? Okay, I'm talking four solid years of yeah. every single day of my life teaching myself with wow. books, with yeah. blogs, with video, wow. with interviews, with meetings, yep. with emails, wow. and with you know, many conversations yeah. with lawyers, accountants, cool. professors. I'm talking like... You did your own... I did my own like, like homeschool yeah, exactly. VC program. Absolutely. That's amazing. Okay. Um, so it's not just like, like oh, I can do... I yeah. can tell you though, you know, yeah. a good place to start would be uh, for, for founders and for... Um, Investors, yeah. probably half the room has read Venture Deals by yeah. Brad Feld. It's a yeah. really great place to start. Yeah. And it'll tell you what part of the equation you want to be, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I also will say that every book that I read, every single one, which was many, mm-hmm. were written by, was written by a, a, a white man. Right. And I intend on changing that, too. All right. Who's that We're doing good. Uh, so, you also are incredibly. We talked about this earlier. You're incredibly active on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> incredibly. <laughs> incredibly. Um, that takes time. It's like, and, and, and I just want to understand. Not really. Well, it, it doesn't, doesn't really take, take time. time. No. Okay. Well, your fingers have to get tired. No, it doesn't okay. take time. It's actually really. Uh, I think it's funny because a lot of people sometimes, you know, people on the internet can say whatever they want to you. Right. right. So some people write to me and they're like. I saw you tweeting, so why didn't you respond to my email? <laughs> but, first of all, let me tell you what you're not going to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's number one, right? Second of all, on, like honestly, as as trolly and as uh, soul sucking as Twitter can be, yeah, it 
is I find it to be cathartic for me because like I can't I can say what I can say my piece on it. Right. And it also if you combine the minutes that I use for Twitter mm-hmm. in a day, it's probably twelve minutes. Right. Compared to the twelve Other hours stuff. of work that I'm doing. Right. So uh, I don't know if it takes a lot of time. I was just gonna say, how do you keep up with that and everything else? Is it? It really it's it's just kind of like I'll I'll look at it and I do try to see everybody's comments. Yeah. And. Um, but the DMs will pile up, and yeah. you know I'll get to it when I get to it. And yeah. it's, I, I, I believe in, in, in self care for everyone. I think everyone mm. should have boundaries and their own rules that they kind of abide by as yeah. long as they're doing no harm. And, but I guess the other thing I want to focus on was that you're you've done some really cool stuff on Twitter to like. Oh yeah. You're very giving. Like I don't. Oh, okay. Let's talk about like your mini investment contests and some of the programs you've created through Twitter. I mean, that's yeah. helping people well, instantly. I, I got a lot from Twitter because I yeah. got ev- almost every single employee at least had some start on Twitter. Okay. Like, you know, Chacho yeah. is here. Where's Chacho? Where is he? Over He's there. He's met on Twitter. Yep. Uh, he did a really good job. He's, he was working in retail uh, a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. He's on the road with me all the time. So mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's an associate at uh, Backstage. Um, so it's, it's given me a lot, definitely. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Um, you know, I think, so that started, so Christmas last year, mm-hmm. I was on, I think it was Christmas Eve, I was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I was off, so I was sort of, like, yeah. had a little time, and I just, I just thought back to, um, I think before that, I had done this thing with $50, like, yeah. I thought back to three years prior to that, where mm-hmm. $50 would have had helped me and my mom eat for like a week. Right. Yeah. Like it would have been so, like fifty dollars in yeah. my PayPal. Man, that would have been, been so amazing. helpful. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, somebody tell me like a, a small gig they'll do for fifty bucks. Like if you want to design a logo or if you want to like do this thing for social media for yep. us, and we'll we'll pick a few people and do it. Right. So I did that with a, a few people, and that was like mm-hmm. so rewarding. Yeah. And that was fun. So then at Christmas, I was just like in the giving spirit, and I said, <laughs> somebody tell me something that would be like help your career or help your hobby or help your passion right. that costs three hundred dollars or less. Link me to it, yep. and I'm going to choose some people and just get it. Right. So I did that, and I. I thought it was going to be a, a bunch of like uh, hidden ways to get some cool stuff, right? <laughs> but really, I got like this book will help me, or yeah. you know, when it was less than three hundred. Like, right. Yeah. If it were me, I would have been like two ninety nine. I'll come on tax. sale is two ninety nine. But people uh, were sending me things like uh, Here, this this um, Adobe um, tutorial for one hundred twenty four dollars right. will help me. Yeah. Like go to the next step right. a, a wow. month rather than six, right. and so I started seeing those, and I started buying things. And um, um, once I saw what happened, like the few weeks later, people started sending me like, "I got this, and this is what I got from it." And wow! This is what I so you saw this, the I was like, story. "Oh, that's really cool." That's so when cool. Um, so my father passed away um, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and we weren't close, but um, I was his only child, mm-hmm. and. I received his modest home in Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and I, after a couple of years, I decided to sell it. Mm-hmm. And so when I sold it, I had like you know a certain amount of money. It yeah. wasn't like a windfall, but it was right. a few thousand yeah. bucks. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, on Twitter, mm-hmm. hey, so I got this uh, this inheritance basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to give away five thousand dollars by granting 
10 people $500 for your passion because it had been so cool at Christmas. Right. And we, um, it's, it, it, it like got so many responses. Mm -hmm. And then um, Alyssa Milano um, uh, retweeted it. And then um, wow. the woman who plays Grace on Will and Grace retweeted wow. it. And so it got like 1,500 responses, not to mention wow. likes and all that, but responses. Yeah, yeah. And the responses were incredible. Yeah. Like people were working on things in a way, and it was just so beautiful. So I said, okay, yeah. here's a 10. Yeah. And then people were like donating more. So oh. I started a, a nonprofit. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, it's called we, it's called Cover. Yeah. And I started it with Brian and Diane from my team. Cool. And um, now we, we grant $500 at a time. Mm -hmm. You can go to projectcover.org. Very cool. And you can apply. Yeah. And we've done things like, um, there's a black woman who, who uh, is does cosplay, so she dresses up in her favorite costumes, yeah. and she wasn't able to like ever really go to a big a big event, mm -hmm. but she was so talented. She posted pictures of it, yeah. and so the five hundred dollars helped her pay for that event. Wow. And then while she was at that event, other people said, "You got to come to this one. one. We'll yeah, take you to this yeah, one," yeah, yeah. because she was that talented. So it's about like finding talent in hidden places, right? And you offered and, the opportunity to do yeah. it. Yeah, and then yeah. we have people who um, I just met this guy. Uh, a couple of days ago in San Francisco, he said uh, that he got like training mm -hmm. that allowed him to become a consultant or do some more consultant on a higher level, mm -hmm. charge more. Right. So he paid for his sister's uh, law. What is it? The ACE. What is it that when you? The LSAT. LSAT. Yeah, the LSAT. 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 He paid yeah. for his sister's LSATs through the consulting money. Wow. Um, that he made by learning from cover. Wow. So, like, yeah. it's that's incredible. impact. Yeah. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Right. No, it's amazing. Um, so, that I mean, just shows that using Twitter is not just keeping up with the, the tweets. You're using it and you're creating things from it. It's actually, oh, yeah. I mean, a there's channel. a ton of stuff yeah, that, like that value on Twitter. Yeah, it's, also, yeah. it's also, even if it were just, um, you know, not that impactful, right. it would be yeah. okay because yeah. the impact that it has on my, on my, Emotional health. I was say psyche in general. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. When it's not, when it's good. When you know? yeah. when I'm, when Otherwise, we'll just turn that off. Yeah, when I'm being told to shut up and, and, and call yeah. fat all the time, you know, that's another no, that's story. We'll, okay. we'll address that in a different way. Okay, let's let's um, move on to the next. We got a few more questions, and then we're gonna. Oh, we're getting questions. Okay. Uh, we got, I guess we're, we're going to do some audience questions, it looks like. Okay, so what, one more question for me, and then I'll, I'll turn it over, because it seems like we have some hands shoot up. What's the uh, X factor that kind of brought you to this point? Like, if you had to pick, like, one thing that was like, this is why this is all working. Why this tough, is all working. Yeah. This is a tough question, I know. It's, it's like, a tough question. Because there's a million things, but I know yeah, if you had to, like, point one... it's a storm, but yeah, it's yeah. also... Um, we're, we're in the thick of it, so it's yeah. hard to celebrate something working because it's we're in the thick of it. Right. No, that makes sense. I let's, mean, I mean, let's just say to get you to this point with a, a, a fund and, and you're investing in companies and, you know, the, well, I mean, the right Honestly, to, to be completely honest, like, the caliber of people yeah. that are involved. Yeah. So if you think about what, if, you, if I answer from my point of view yeah. and if, I, if I'm being the most honest, yeah. it's the caliber of the people, yeah. and it's also my ability to have seen that Earlier. early, yeah. and to not care if other people were saying that I wasn't true. Right. Like not, you know, I, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I gave away all of my Fs many, right. many years ago, right. um, so there's no more to give <laughs> out. And, <laughs> 
and so people saying, you know, so it is once you again, I'm a I'm a I'm a big believer in, in following your your voice and, and listening to your voice yep. in a do no harm manner because right. sometimes that can be you know oh I'm just gonna do it whatever, whatever I want, I want. And, yeah but, you know but I think having that conviction mm-hmm. has served me well. That's a great answer. I mean, there's so, so many things. Right? There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was. That was really interesting. So glad that Arlen could join us last year from Backstage Capital. She is um, a force, as I mentioned, and and doing good things. Um, we wish we wish her the best of luck. And we've actually invested um, in some of the companies, as as we mentioned, uh, that that they have as well. So there's a lot of um, alignment in, in in what they're doing with their investments and what we're doing with our, our micro funds to date and uh, what we're looking to do in the future. So super excited to have her this year, Lori. We have somebody from Backstage Capital as well. Who's joining us this year? We do. We have Anastasia Tarpe Ellis. Hope I'm pronouncing that awesome. properly. And she is from the uh, Backstage Capital Los Angeles office. And that's their accelerator out there. So yep. very cool. Excited to have her join us as well. And um, really looking forward to our summit. Uh, again, we couldn't do it without the support of all of our partners. But this year, especially in, in Memphis, um, Startco. Uh, which is is based out of Memphis, has brought us down there. And obviously uh, want to give them a, a big thank you and shout out as we get ready to head down to their homeland in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and looking forward to everything we're, we're about to do down there. Um, anything else, Lori, that we should add about uh, the summit that's coming up? Think you know, just yes, please. Thank you to Start Co. They've been supporters of the program over several years now, and it's just a privilege to be working with them in, in Memphis and partnering with them on this event, which could not happen without them. So, thank you to Start Co. and everyone that's made time to come and join us in Memphis for this summit. It's just going to be amazing. And finally, let's wrap this up, Lori. Are we excited about some Memphis magic or what? Definitely, Memphis magic. I know. It's going to happen soon. I got my plane <laughs> no, ticket. I'm ready to go. We're ready to go. We'll be there soon. Everyone, if you still want to join us, go to summit.startupofyear.com. Check out everything about the summit. There's still time to get tickets. There's plenty of availability in Memphis for staying down there in the city. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you might run in. You never know who you're going to run into. It's going to be great. We're going to be walking in Memphis soon. Again, thank you so much for listening. This is episode number 12. I'm Frank Gruber, along with Lori Teal. Definitely. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.